Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we, Eden? Jesus loves us and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. (laughs) Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you, Eden? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it, Eden? Right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I am so glad you're here. <clears throat> I say that every week because it's true, but it's also something that is easy for me to say now. So it's a good starting place for me to kind of ground myself in what I'm doing and kind of refocus on the fact that I'm doing a podcast and I'm putting out content for people to listen to and hopefully be encouraged by. It's not easy to do. A lot of the time I struggle in that space of thinking, I have a lot to talk about, like I have a lot that I could share, but I don't want to share too much or something that's too emotionally raw and vulnerable. I want to balance it with truth and scripture, and then you end up running into like a block. I guess you could call it a podcaster block. But I've also learned about myself that I tend to be a procrastinator. So that just means Due to a deep internal level of anxiety, I put things off. And then I kind of struggle when I reach a deadline and I have to do something about it. So podcasting has been one thing where I have stayed committed to it. I've been doing this podcast, the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast, for about two and a half years now. But one thing that I have not, as of yet, gotten great at is this issue of procrastination. And it's not, it's not that I don't want to put out good content or I don't value my audience because I know that a lot of people that do podcasting they'll say that if you're not you know spending the time blah 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 then you don't care about your audience and you know you're doing a sloppy job and well in most cases I would agree I don't think that you can use that as a universal and blanketed reasoning as is true with most things there are lots of people that fit in certain boxes or certain you know reasonings for certain thought processes, but not everything and everyone fits into that kind of same cube thought. So today I was going to tell you a little bit about my journey 
not to being freed from procrastination and freed from the anxiety of multiple aspects. One being feeling like that, that sense of what do you have to offer, which I think any creative, any person that has anything that they're doing in an entrepreneurial way feels that way or in ministry or just in mothering or life. But so feeling like, what do you have to offer? And then reflecting and focusing too much on your inadequacies and brokenness. And so the anxiety that all of that causes. So I thought that I would talk a little bit about that and maybe in talking about it, I could continue to grow, but also encourage people that may be struggling right alongside with me with this aspect of procrastination. So we always have um, these messages and they're great messages. Uh, most of them, I mean, you know, most things out there that are being said about, you know, how to improve your life and, you know, get over procrastination and become self-disciplined. You know, there's some, there's some truth to it. So, but you do always hear these statements being made where, you know, you're going to do it or you're not. You're going to either decide to do this and take the step and take the plunge and do it, or you're not going to. You're going to step out in faith or you're not going to. So there's there's all of this has this kind of wrapped up. Um, and, you know, you're paying money for courses and you're paying money to um, learn this person's secrets and that person's secrets. And, and again, maybe it's all great and it works. I don't know. That's not the point of what I'm talking about. What I want to talk about is for the person that has done that, like me, taken classes, tried to be more disciplined, and maybe you do it for a while and you see some success, but then ultimately it kind of peters out and you're kind of like, well, I didn't see that through and I didn't get it to be where I wanted it to be. And maybe I didn't have enough faith and maybe I didn't pray enough. And I think that emphasis of I, 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 and me, 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 I think it's a trap because when we focus on ourselves as being the problem and ourselves as being the solution, we get stuck. It's not that we're not the problem. We oftentimes can be the problem. I know that my procrastination causes hiccups in what I want to do. But I also have seen the faithfulness of God revealed to me in my slow but steady ability to accept the fact that I am in fact a procrastinator, that I am in fact anxiety driven and tend to put things off and therefore I don't put my best foot forward consistently due to underlying root problems um, from issues that I'm working on. With that being said, that opens up a little bit more room for me to accept 
not accepting procrastination as saying, well, I'm a procrastinator, there's nothing to do about it. But I look at it kind of like my journey with weight loss. Ultimately, when I started losing weight and the means by which I started losing weight, they had nothing to do with me. God brought in an external source of help and the only thing that I did in the process was walk with him and I prayed about it, even though there was nothing I could do about it. And even though when it came to food a year ago, almost a year ago, June 28th, I didn't even want to stop eating because eating made me feel good and I felt bad all the time. So if that makes sense, what I'm saying is I didn't do anything. I never ended up doing anything. I, what I did was, yeah, I showed up and I prayed, but I prayed honestly. It wasn't like I took some initiative and, um, and I'm not saying praying isn't taking initiative, but I'm saying in reality, I never changed any behaviors because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I know there will be people that will challenge that and they'll say, no, you can do anything you set your mind to, blah, blah, blah. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yes, we have willpower and yes, we can put the donut down or we can pick up the mic and do the next podcast. But for anything to matter, for anything to be genuine, it has to be not I, but Christ. And so for this procrastination journey, this struggle, just as it was with my weight loss, I think this emphasis of me, 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 what can I do? How can I change the behavior? How can I be different? How can I access the gifts that I know are inside of me already? How can I do better? How can I impress people? How can I get my message out there? Maybe it's helpful to some degree, but I think it peters out because I think that the real point and purpose of this life, especially for the believer, which is what we should all be, believers in Jesus, is again, realizing our state of helpless haplessness apart from God. And what I'm not saying is by accepting that I'm a procrastinator, somehow God is gonna you know, shoot me with a lightning bolt and make me better. Typically, that's not what he does. You know, my his response to my weight loss journey was a very painful, long process. But he he was the one that did it. He provided me an external source to help me change the internal problem. When we don't have the external source which in this case, what I'm talking about is by nature, by a fallen nature, I am a procrastinator. I'm a procrastinator due to fear. I'm a procrastinator due to anxiety. I think I'm a partly a procrastinator due to genetics. I think it runs in my family. I think I'm a procrastinator because of insecurity, but because the Holy Spirit, who was an external source before I was saved, he's now a new part of me that lives in me has made me new, but positionally I have to walk, meaning you can be saved and still walk outside of the blessings and the gifts and the um, help that Jesus has for you. 
So you have to appropriate, take on what's already yours. And so we can't really overcome. Overcoming is different than forcing yourself to stop something or start something. Overcoming something is truly finding the power of the Holy Spirit within you through the means that he wants to use to begin to bring about a shift and a change in the very fundamental dynamics of who you are on the deepest level that brings forth new transformation out of an area that was previously dead. <clears throat> so this procrastination journey through realizing and accepting that this is who I am, through admitting that I don't have the ability to change all of these parts of myself that go into helping me to be a procrastinator. You've got fear, you've got anxiety, you've got insecurity, and you've got those three things with each of those stemming off different. There's nothing I can do about that not in any real sense of the word, not in any real way that will bring peace and help me to conquer it. But God can. And I don't know what that looks like yet because I'm just at the very beginning of this journey. But I can look back and remember what it looked like for my weight loss journey. It's going to be different this time, but I think the principles will be the same. And the principle is... It's not about what I can do. It's not about how good Connie can be. It's not about what Connie can bring to the Lord and how Connie wants to change. Friend, I'm here to tell you that if you have a struggle and you honestly don't want to change it, tell God that. Like, that's a place to start. And that's where I started with my weight loss. So it was this acknowledgement, yes, I have this problem but I'm so broken. I, 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 not only can I not stop doing it on my own, I don't, I don't even want to. I'm too far gone. By my own standards, I, I need some measure of peace and this provides it. And showing up and honestly seeking the Lord and spending time leaning into that part of you, leaning into the fact that, yep, my ducks aren't all in a row, my priorities are not straight. No matter how hard I try and fight and struggle, I can never get a grip for me of this procrastination. I know that you've gifted me and you've given me talents to use. And I can't really help but sabotage myself. And I, I've had all these opportunities that keep coming up where I could do different, yet I do the same thing. And trusting that his Holy Spirit is leading you to this conclusion because he's going to lead you to the next step and it all is purposeful. We think that we can't just admit a struggle and then trust God to deal with it. We are always desperately grabbing to try and make something happen. Waiting is scary, but waiting while you know and you've admitted that something's wrong, that's like the worst. 
That's like knowing you have cancer, but not knowing what the game plan is. On a much smaller level, that's what admitting and acknowledging that there's a struggle, <clears throat> but not trying to step in and take control of how the struggle is relieved or remedied or fixed. So what I'm saying is acknowledging and admitting the struggle in its entirety is a vital part of the Lord stepping in and helping us work through it. But the next part is, again, pressing into it and waiting, waiting on him to direct you on what you need to do and what steps you need to take instead of you grabbing, clinging, grasping, and I am preaching to myself, trying to spend more money on the next course or go see the next doctor or take the next pill or not watch the pornography or not eat the cake or not take the drugs. Like we need the Holy Spirit's help. We need God to be the driver in the vehicle of transformation. And we need to trust that in his time and in his way, he's going to do that. It took years before I was in the place where the Holy Spirit led me to get bariatric weight loss surgery. I don't know why. I don't know why it took years, but it did. And it's been a valuable lesson that the Lord not only loves me while I struggle, but his grace is truly sufficient for me and his power is truly made perfect in my weakness. That verse does not only speak to the fact when you are not qualified for the blessing that you've received, yet the Lord can work through you. Yeah, it means that, you know, but it's also for the person that's struggling in sin, that's struggling in procrastination, in fatness. God's grace and strength is made perfect in your weakness. Not when you try hard enough and not when you actually get off your rear end and do the right thing and not when you stop being a baby and stop doing the making the same stupid decision. No, it doesn't say that. It says that his power is made perfect in your weakness. And weakness can just mean the struggle, the sin. And I'm not saying go sin, it's okay to sin, but I'm saying that we are sinful people in the grace of God and the strength of God, the power of who he is. When we accept who we are in the light of who he is, that is where his power is extended. And that's where transformation takes place. Real life, real eternal life doesn't come from things that are already alive. It doesn't grow from that which is already present. True eternal life comes from that which has died and is raised back to life. So this procrastination journey is painful and it causes me trouble, but I'm going to trust God to show up here just like he did in the weight loss and just like he did when I lost my son and uh, 
just like he did when I miscarried and just like he did when I was incorrectly diagnosed and I had to deal with the ramifications of that. And friend, God is going to show up for you. And his power is made perfect in your weakness, not when you get it all together and when you finally have the willpower to stop doing what you're doing. Because that's never going to happen, not for any permanent or life-changing transform transformative way in some life-changing transformative way so hold on to jesus look to jesus spend time leaning into who jesus is because it's through who he is that you are going to be able to see who you are and embrace what he wants to do with you be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. And just know that this podcast is a place where I long to have open, honest, vulnerable conversation. I just want to share with you the God that I have grown to know and love. I want you to be assured that he is everything that he says that he is and that following him is the best decision that you can ever make. You don't want to spend an eternity apart from Jesus. So I hope that if you have questions about how to come to faith in Jesus or how to stay faithful when you are in a season of difficulty and struggle, that you will reach out. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can send me a private message. I would love to chat with you. I would love to pray for you. And uh, I'm just happy to try and encourage you. I hope that I will see you next week, and I hope you have a blessed weekend. Take care.